Hello, this is Liv and Cam for Scandalous Sundays. We are two women talking about all of the things that everybody is curious about, but nobody wants to talk about. And so we have our coffee and we're ready to, to talk all things scandalous. Yeah, I think we're talking about getting to know our bodies because I definitely don't know a lot about anatomy. Um, yeah. I'm not going to lie, like even, you know, being as a woman and knowing where like certain parts are, I don't know. I don't know a lot. <laughs> I don't yeah. pay attention to a health class, that good old Texas health class. <laughs> <laughs> so thorough. Um, no, but I mean, like, that's the thing that um, for those who don't know, I am a doctor in physical therapy specializing in the pelvic floor. And I feel like even as I was going through my education, like I was learning about the female body and the majority of the women that I work with are, yeah, have no idea what the parts of our body is, you know, mm-hmm. and then you add in like men and men have absolutely no idea. No right. Exactly. exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, like even the, the biggest one that tends to get talked about a little bit more is like everybody calls like the pelvic floor area, like the vagina, but the vagina is actually just the inside part. Um, we all forget that the outside part is actually the vulva. Um, so I feel like that's one of the big ones that like, yeah, nobody knows, knows about it. It's just like vagina, pussy, yoni, like all of these random names. Yeah. Whereas like, actually there's the vulva there's like the labia, which is the lips. Um, you know, there's like, we, we even just call it the wrong names. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, oh, I don't even really think I didn't know anything. And then I, I don't know if you've ever seen that um, show Goop the Goop Lab. Um, oh, the, it's the Gwyneth Patro one, right? Yeah. Uh-huh, oh. Yeah. And they were, and it was, a, they were talking about that doctor um, who, you know, like kind of taught people about their vaginas. Yeah. And they really did like kind of, that was probably the most in depth I've ever really heard any of it really. Um, yeah. And Which I, was- yeah, from a TV episode, yeah. <laughs> my health class in seventh grade. No. <laughs> Which is crazy to think about. Cause I feel like we all kind of know what like the male body is, right? Like, you know, like testicles and like, you know, it's just, we know the different parts of a male's body and we generally know how like their genitals work but I feel like there's a lot of misinformation about like the female body. Yeah. There's more parts to it than, and it's probably after a couple parts, you're like, I'm tired. I don't want to learn anymore. (laughs) Well, the funny thing is it's like the female genitals are like pretty much exactly the same as male genitals. It's just that like some of the parts that you see on the outside of a male are within the female, but like Mm -hmm. are, like we have essentially like a penis as well. Um, it's just that it's internal and like that's the, the clitoris. You know, it's not this tiny little knob that we think it is. Mm-hmm. It's actually like a wishbone um, that kind of comes down into like your lips, which is like why there's like a ton of like fun nerve endings along your, on, along your lips. But like your clit also gets aroused and erect and hard just like a penis does. It's just that like 
a lot of it is happening internally. So you don't notice it as much. Uh, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. And it's actually cool because I'm trying to remember what like the different nerve endings are, but like the clitoris is like significantly more sensitive than the penis. Like we have way more nerve endings, which means we like have the opportunity for way more pleasure than like men do with their dicks, essentially. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I didn't even, I didn't even know. Yeah. I thought it was, yeah. Even about the clitoris being wishbone. No idea. Yeah. No idea. No, yeah, nobody tells women this stuff. Um, which is sad because like, that's so much opportunity to like have so much fun and pleasure with it. Because if you know that it's a wishbone, you know, you can like come along those ends and feel pleasure. If you know that it gets erect and hard with arousal, like that's where the elusive G-spot comes in because when you're aroused, everything gets erect and hard and it's a lot easier to find that G-spot. Um, mm-hmm. So we like miss out on a lot of fun pleasure because nobody actually tells women, you know, this is how your body works. Yeah. I mean, you, I think, yeah, you would know yourself a little bit more, know what you like a little bit more if you knew the parts of your body. Yeah. Yeah. Or even just given permission to explore your body. Cause I feel like mm-hmm. women don't, I don't know, maybe, maybe it's just me, but I feel like men, you know, it's normal to like touch their, you know, like touch their parts as they're growing up. You're like, Oh yeah. It's just like a dude, like adjusting himself, you know, mm-hmm. but then like women, I feel like it's really taboo for like girls to like touch and explore their parts of their bodies. I even think, yeah, even like if you're talking about that, just watching like TV shows and stuff like that, it's like, yeah, it's given like a guy's going to do it. But I feel like it's always accidental when mm-hmm. a girl is like, do it, like touching herself or, you know what I mean? Like, it's always yeah. like they accidentally find out it feels good and then they start doing it. But yeah. nobody ever told them or it was not normalized. <laughs> yeah. Well, even like, I mean, let's talk about like porn magazines, right? Or like Playboy magazines like it's just assumed that like a guy will have like a playboy magazine underneath his like mattress <laughs> growing up uh, mm-hmm. whereas like chicks don't really get any of that you know right growing up we had like the backstreet boys and nsync posters up on our walls right That's about as much as it got that's true but yeah you didn't even have to hide those under the bed it wasn't yeah, like, it was like, there was nothing dirty really yeah <laughs> It's just like a boy band. That's I. I feel like I, know, I, I had my age when I'm like Backstreet Boys and NSYNC. I had Backstreet Boys. I had Little Bow Wow. I had like B2K. Like if any of people know that, like those are my little boy bands. Yeah. <laughs> I, had. I had um. I was telling Quinn the other day. I was like, I had Marky Mark up on like was like one of the first ones. Marky Mark? Oh, God. Now you're aging yourself. Oh, man. I'm old. Uh, But yeah, it is like, there's like shame around like female masturbation and like just exploring your body. So like, how are you supposed to get to know your body if like it's shameful to just like touch it and figure it out? Right. You know? Uh, Yeah, I'm yeah I guess you know I remember like in the seventh grade 
a health class or whatever. Yeah, I don't remember learning about those parts. Maybe we did. Um, I think we did a little bit, but yeah. then even still, like it wasn't in like a way of like, oh, this could, this makes pleasure. This doesn't make, you know, this isn't yeah. pleasurable. You definitely don't learn that. I mean, I guess you kind of learn it in more of like a objective way, which you're in seventh grade. So that's kind of understandable. Yeah. Um, but uh, I remember my health teacher said something that like stuck with me and it was more horrifying than anything. But it was just like, she was like, I don't care how big his thing is. It's not getting past the cervix, which <laughs> I didn't even really know what a cervix was. <laughs> right, but if you don't know what that is, you're like, that sounds pretty scary. Yeah, so we were lear definitely learning about it, but I was still kind of like very confused on <laughs> where the cervix was. I don't even think I even really, I remember that, but then I don't even think I really know what the cervix was until like I got my IUD, and, uh, you, know, yeah. to, you know, and that's when you have to, you know, you put the IUD in your cervix or whatever, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm willing to bet most women don't know your cervix which again is missing out on like cervical orgasms. If you don't know about it, then you don't get yeah, to definitely don't. have cervical orgasms, right? Um, so yeah, explore your body, ladies. <laughs> Figure it out. Uh, I love like with a lot of my coaching clients, I'll like have them take a mirror and like look at themselves, which is like one of the hardest things I feel like I give them because it's, there's like so much emotion within that, but you should be able to like know what it looks like, right? Yeah, I, yeah I've seen that. I, uh, yeah, I think it's a weird <laughs> thing to be like, oh yeah, just like take a little mirror and look at your vagina. Yeah. <laughs> Even me, I'm like, oh, I don't really know if I want to do that. <laughs> but I guess if back you, next week. <laughs> I know, I know. I'll try it this week report back next week oh my vagina looks like <laughs> it is it's yeah it's funny how that like because you know like you look into a mirror um to like adjust your hair or put on your makeup and that's like no problem so like why is looking at like your vulva area like so intense but it is you know yeah yeah I don't know I guess you maybe don't get a lot of experience with it or you I think even just like knowing like a vagina is pretty or not pretty like yeah. that's always like a weird weird idea that yeah. one is prettier than the other okay but let's be real nobody's genitals male or female are pretty like does I agree think balls are pretty no I totally agree like, I don't know, it's all kind of funky looking and, you know, like we just, that like idea of a pretty like labia and an unpretty labia is like so, like who decided what was pretty and not pretty mm -hmm. on our like genitals? <laughs> I agree. Right? I don't know. It's so weird. But it is like, I think the, one of those things is like... 90% of women need clit stimulation to like have an orgasm. And I think that's where like a lot of women think that they can't orgasm because they don't know where their clit is or like what the parts of the clit are. 
Um, or like even know that you need to have clit stimulation because you like mm-hmm. watch porn and it's all like penetration and like the chick orgasms and, you know, like squirts and all of these things that are not realistic, um, mm-hmm. depending on the porn that you're watching, you know? So, yeah. Good to know. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't, yeah. Those like statistics again are something that you don't really know. Yeah. People don't really talk about. I think maybe it's like less and less like the stigma about it, but still. Yeah. I do feel like we're talking about it more. Um, like it's becoming less taboo and easier to, I don't know, women are spreading more information. And I think like too, I feel like men are curious too, because like men want to help their partners. Like it feels good for them to be able to like help their female partners have like amazing orgasms. So I feel like even now still I get like messages being like, okay, teach me like, what are the parts of like, where am I supposed to be touching a woman? And like, what am I supposed to be doing? Um, so I think yeah, there's like, more of a curiosity. Yeah. Or an ego thing too, right? Like they oh yeah. The one to yeah. please their partner. So, yeah. Yeah. It could be definitely like an ego thing too, which is good. Hey, I'll um, take it. More, yeah. <laughs> whatever, whatever it is to get you to know where yeah. the parts are and how to, you know, but also I think it is like when more women are talking about it. So less women are being less performative. Like yeah. we kind of talked about this before about orgasms. Yeah. If we don't orgasm, we're, we're going to say it or we're going to show it. Yeah. So knowing that you can't cook, like create an orgasm. Yeah. Maybe it's like, okay, I need to learn. <laughs> yeah. 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 Hopefully women are starting to fake less orgasms. Um, Cause that, that sucks to, I've been there. I faked a lot of orgasms in my life. Um, and it just like adds bitterness and resentment to like towards your partner. I feel mm-hmm. like, you know, Um, But then I think like porn too is changing. Um, I mean, you still have like, you know, like there's like the ethical porn and a non-ethical porn. And that's like such a loose statement. Like there's nobody regulating that. There's no, um, as far as I know, at least. And there's like, you know, like what's ethical and not ethical is so dependent on like each company and each person's like definition of it. But I think, yeah, but what, huh? What is what is the difference? I don't even know what ethical and non-ethical porn is. Um, so the kind of the most general definition that I've heard is like ethical porn is porn that um, shows diversity and is inclusive. Um, it's safe environments and pays the sex workers well. Um, so it's a lot of like the environment and the um, like work conditions for sex workers as well. Um, and then, yeah, like diversity, inclusivity, and just like showing more of like the female perspective versus just like the male perspective, um, which is interesting. So I read this a while ago and I was like, this makes so much sense, but women tend to like, um, lesbian porn more to like watch Not because, and that like messes with women's minds because then they like start to question their sexuality. Um, Mm -hmm. 
which, you know, like maybe it does like open up yourself to broadening your definition of what you're open to. But the reason is that lesbian porn shows like female pleasure, mm-hmm. whereas like the typical traditional male female porn tends to be more geared towards the male pleasure. Um, and I was like, oh, that makes so much sense. Why, like, as women, we're more attracted to, like, the woman actually getting pleasure, you know? Right, right. Um, but, yeah, there's now, like, there's companies that are, like, made by women, for women. Um, a lot of times, so ethical porn tends to be, like, the porn that, like, you have to pay for. Um, mm-hmm. Because that's, like, you know, actually good work conditions um, instead of like porn that tends to be more free and less um less giving and generous to like the people that are actually working in that field so like more like less like or predatory like companies yeah yeah Yeah. okay I was wondering what that was I didn't really know because you mentioned it a couple times and I was like I've never really asked but I was like should ask now (laughs) yeah no, it's, um, and that's where, like, you know, porn gets such a bad rap, um, because it has been, like, in the past, it has been kind of a, uh, very predatory thing, but, um, but we are, like, very sensual creatures, we, like, like, visuals, we, like, auditory, we, like, you know, like, books, like, romance novels are a form of porn, um, there's, like, Dipsy, which is, like, a erotic audiobook, um thing um and we do you know like the intention behind it if you're watching porn because it's like fun and playful um and not like escapism then it's like Mm -hmm. you know like what's there's nothing wrong with that we like to read romance novels you know like I mean 50 shades of gray right like we all loved it um so in ethical porn tends to have like I think a little bit more of a storyline as well too so okay fun facts <laughs> yeah I <laughs> yeah I was like I didn't know that I would say but yeah you know everybody because like the free porn websites and things like that is just so easily accessible but yeah. um what how do you you know how you tell the difference between what's ethical and what's not ethical but it's probably production value as well right (laughs) yeah production quality look at like the company mission statements um like there's belissa which is like they make sex toys as well but they um they call themselves like the netflix of porn but they Mm -hmm. have like a subscription but even like if you go to their website like their mission statement and their uh, like info page about themselves you know, they talk about like the, what they stand behind, what their purpose is. So I think like, if you go to the website and you, you can tell a difference between like the ethical versus the, the non-ethical um, sites, but there's some like really, I think like if you, if you Google ethical porn, there's some really great websites that come up, but um, the two that tend to pop to my mind are like Beleza and then Dipsy for the audiobooks. Okay. I have a question or I not a question but I know we kind of you kind of talked about this um in your class that you teach but it was like what do you think when you hear the word masturbation and yeah I really 
like that question. <laughs> yeah. I never really thought about it. Um, yeah. Like, what do I think? And I was just thinking more like self-pleasure, being in the moment, boredom, because a lot of times <laughs> I do <Yeah>. get bored. <laughs> but I was like, I thought it was a very interesting question because I never really thought about that word and what it like, what it means and the meaning to me. Yeah. Is. Yeah. And I really like the, I heard the term solo sex a while ago. Um, and I like that because I think like sex has a little bit more of a connotation of like intimacy and connection. Um, where, and so like solo sex puts a little bit more into that because it is like that intimacy and connection within yourself. Um, whereas I do feel like a lot of women, when they think about masturbation or they have like a masturbation practice in their lives, for a lot of women, it is that like, can't fall asleep. So I'm going to grab my vibrator and like help myself get to sleep. Right. Like it's this mm -hmm. like quickie technique and it's not this like intimate connection to yourself. What does it say? What do you say? Um, to self, what is it? What do you say? Seduce yourself. That's what you want yeah. To say. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the thing is like, if you don't know how to seduce yourself, if you can't be your own greatest lover, like, how are you expecting someone else to be that for you? Um, right. You have to know yourself. You have to know what you like and dislike first before you can expect somebody else to know that, you know? So do you think there's a difference between a self-pleasure practice and masturbation or is it all kind of one? Um, that's a good question. I think I, when I talk in my workshops and group programs, a lot of times I'll use self-pleasure practice um, just because I think there's like less shame and fear and like emotion, like negative emotions with that. And it puts the focus back on like, like you giving yourself pleasure, you allowing yourself to receive pleasure from yourself. Um, whereas I feel like masturbation has like a lot of baggage within it. Um, but at the end of the day, they're, they're the same thing. Um, and there's nothing wrong with like having trouble falling asleep and using a vibrator. Like there's nothing wrong with that. But like, if that's the only way that you're connecting to yourself, then you are missing out on a huge part of like intimacy and connection within yourself. So like, there's nothing wrong with like the quickie masturbation thing, but mm -hmm. it is important. I at least feel like it's really an important part of knowing yourself to be able to have like a self-pleasure practice so uh -huh. I, I was talking to like a few gay men um on like a this past weekend and we were talking about the subject that we we're going to talk about we we're talking about masturbation and things like mm -hmm. that and um I, I got a really good question and I was like I don't know like because uh, I don't think so but he asked me can masturbation replace being with a partner and I don't think it can, but I, I, it might make sex more pleasurable or you might yeah. get, maybe get more out of sex if you, you know, masturbate more, but I don't think it can really replace a partner. I mean, depending on who you are, right? Like some people yeah. don't want to be with a partner or don't, or, or, you know, very much, you know, happy with being by themselves. But I think there's a certain connection with sex and being with somebody that I don't think masturbation can really place yeah well 
Yeah. And I mean, it, it definitely is a, like sp specific to each person's preference. Right. And even like the phase of life you're in, um, there's going to be times where like, you just want to hang out with yourself. Right. Um, but I do, I feel like solo sex and partner sex are both very important, different types of connections. Cause that solo sex is like that connection to yourself. So it's very important to have because it's connecting into who you are and taking care of yourself. You know, it's like equivalent to taking a bath or, you know, like working out, getting, um, you know, doing some yoga, taking care of yourself. Um, and it does make sex partnered sex better because when you know yourself, when you know what does give you orgasms, that makes like partnered sex way better. Right. And when you're more comfortable with your body, because if you're practice, if you have a solo sex practice, then you're going to be a whole lot more comfortable with your body than like if you feel ashamed or um, like turned off by that. Um, and then partnered sex is like a very different connection. You know, it's that um, we're social creatures and we do like that intimacy and connection with, with somebody else in our lives. Um, so I think they're two different things. I think that you're you're trying to get two different connections and like needs met within that. Um, and I mean, at the core of it, like you do have like a lot of us masturbate or like have sex because we like that like fun high. Um, mm -hmm. But I think like once you start to really get to know sex and get to, um, there's this term called like sacred sexuality which is like, it is like that path and that journey into sex and like really connecting into the emotions and like what it can give you versus it's like quick high. Uh, and then at that point, I think it's, it's two different things a little bit there. So, yeah. So it depends, depends on you. <laughs> um, I, I, you know, even with like toys and everything and bringing in like, um, you know, toys when you, you start masturbating and stuff. I, I was like thinking about, you know, and I even saw an article, like, how do you choose your vibrator or how do you choose a toy? And I just remember like, well, I had one, I bought, I remember I went to a sex toy party and like, I've got something and I was really drunk and never go to a sex toy party what? drunk. And I got this huge vibrator that I didn't know anything about or want to do anything with. It was like really scary. <laughs> and it was like, I, don't I don't want this like I woke up the next morning being like what did I buy what's in my purse <laughs> this is I was horrifying um but then I was talking to a friend and she actually like uh told me she was like oh I got this like a little bullet vibrator or something like that it's great you'll love it and she got it for me as a gift and it was actually really awesome <laughs> um, I love that but, she gave it to you as a gift like we need she to did. get our friends like fiber. <laughs> I actually appreciated that. Um, yeah. I actually appreciated that. I was like, oh, okay. Like, cause I really didn't know anything about any of like any toys or anything like that. And she, she was like, oh, this is awesome. I'm going to buy it for you. Uh -huh. um, so yeah, I got it and I was, it was good. Um, and then, yeah, I've just kind of like stayed similar to, you know, but I don't ever think I really like went through like research of any kind of toys. I think I've kind of mm -hmm. stayed with the kind of same one. I was like, well, if it works, it works. Like I just wanted to turn on and do the same thing. I will say, so 
there's some research that says that like if you get off in the same way every time you actually train your body to only be able to get off in that way um Mm. so it is actually good to like experiment and play with different things to like keep your body confused so that it keeps it more open to like different ways of um getting turned on and like having orgasms really Uh, yeah but it is like I mean but I do think that's like really common is that like you have like your one trusty like toy that you know and you know exactly where to put it to like have that orgasm and like move on um but I I mean that comes back to the same like it's kind of shameful to like or society has told us it's shameful to like explore and experiment right and so like we do still kind of get into that like quick done I know what works mm-hmm. um versus like giving yourself permission to like buy a bunch of different toys and play right. around and like um I teach like the that like date night idea like that's seducing your date night idea in my workshops um and that's that idea of like take yourself on a date night and just like you know hang out on your couch and like play with different things and play mm-hmm. with different lubes and like um see what what your body likes but that idea I feel like is such a foreign concept and like kind of terrifying for a lot of women right right it's definitely yeah. true because I think you even said like oh you know it's helped me to like um like take myself on a date and either draw a bath or do something and I haven't done any of that yet yeah. <laughs> <laughs> most women need like a little bit of extra like that's where like one-on-one coaching helps because you have accountability um whereas in a group program you can kind of like slide underneath the radar um but yeah I mean even for myself like during my journey like it took me years to like finally take myself on that date night and be like okay I can just like sit here and you know like explore my own body um and play with different toys but yeah there's a lot of like emotions and like I don't know. It's just so much easier to be like, eh, I'm just going to watch Netflix instead. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know what it is. I just like, it's like, oh, I'm tired or I have this, or is it like, you know, it's easier to make excuses to not oh, yeah. put yourself first. Cause I guess it's a way to maybe put yourself first. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's like, it's giving yourself pleasure and giving yourself permission to receive pleasure. Um, so yeah, it is interesting that we're like make up excuses to like not take care of ourselves or like give ourselves pleasure. You know, like we don't really give ourselves excuses to like sit on a couch and like eat ice cream, right? Like mm-hmm. that's okay. Or um like take a bath is a lot easier. I think like some for some women that's still hard too, but like mm-hmm. you know, like it's a lot easier to be like, I'm gonna go take a bath. Um but at the end of the day, like, I mean, that's like the same thing. It's just that there's like a ton of societal messaging telling us that what we're doing is wrong. Um, right. But nobody has to know that you're doing it. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's like, you don't have to talk about it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if, if it doesn't make you comfortable to talk about it, like if somebody asks you what you did last night, you can be like, I watched Netflix. Like, or like just hung out did nothing you know like you yeah. don't have to be like well I took myself on a date night and I like tried out the womanizer and then I tried out like how my hands and my body felt and like you know like you don't have to tell anybody that if you don't want to 
know, but I highly recommend trying different toys. Um, cause there's like so many fun toys on the market now. Um, and then just try your hands. Like there is like kind of a detachment and I love toys. I think they're fantastic. Um, but like, we also are like really scared to use like our hands. Um, and they have like, that's like one of the best ways to connect into your body and get to know yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, for some reason that feels like almost scarier than using like a vibrator. I feel like. Yeah. Well, I guess if you don't, if you don't know, yeah. If you don't know your anatomy or it probably is a little bit harder to. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. But it's a good way to learn your anatomy. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's true. I mean, yeah, I think like, you know, I think it's, you know, you know, you start with your hands and then you can kind of move into vibrator. I think that works. I think that that's kind of how I, you know, did it, but definitely a vibrator is a lot easier. (laughs) Oh yeah. Well, and like I said, there's like nothing wrong with, you know, if you're like lying in bed at night and you're having a hard time falling asleep or like, I don't know if you're like frustrated or pissed off, like sometimes it's just nice to grab a vibrator and be like, let's do this. Like, you know, um, like there's nothing wrong with that. Um, I would just encourage, like, you're missing out on a lot of fun stuff. If that's like the only thing that you're doing. Right. Also now I feel like in addition to like the mirror thing, I want you to like, go try out like a womanizer or something. I know you did send me, you sent me the link for it. And like, (laughs) Do you have your, like, I had to get your discount code too, so. <laughs> I know, I know. I'll send you, I'll send you those links. <laughs> um, All right. There were a ton, it was International Women's Day yesterday. Um, and I love it because now just like the nature of my work, I get, I'm signed up for like all of like the sex toy things and like the CBD loop stuff. And so I just got like all these text messages all day long. They were like 25% off sex toys for like International Women's Day. And I was like, this could become a very expensive day for myself. (laughs) Yeah, I love how that's what it's turned into. It's like not just like a little bit of women's history, but a lot of just like marketing for sex toys. Oh, yeah. I mean, all of it is, but I'll take it. (laughs) 25% 25% is a good discount though. So, <laughs> and it can be expensive. I think I was, uh, I read a lot of Cosmo and I think this girl has kind of the best job ever on Cosmo. She like just gets paid to like try out a bunch of different sex toys. And she tried to out this like $10,000 like sex toy kit uh, that has like a bunch of different things in it. And, yeah, it was like $10,000 things from like Lilo or something like that. I was gonna say, yeah. I was like, is it sad that I know exactly which one? <laughs> it was all pink. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And everything. I was just like $10,000. Like, and it, it can get pricey. I think even when talking, looking at yeah. the article about like choosing your first vibrator, they're talking about how pricey vibrators can get. Yeah, so. they are. Yeah. I mean, cause I think, I feel like a good vibrator is usually like in the hundred dollar mark. Mm-hmm. Uh, for a lot that kit though is like I mean I think that it's got like gold on it and things like that that makes it <laughs> like it's definitely yeah, just good on. marketing 
Um, yeah. There's like fun stuff on that kit, but it's not like $10,000 worth of like, I don't know, like. It comes in like a nice suitcase or something. It does. <laughs> It is really pretty. Um, I will give it that. It was like on sale for two thousand dollars um, over the weekend. Oh, <laughs> how nice! <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. That's yeah, two thousand dollars. Okay. Yeah, you can get pretty snooty with <laughs> with the sex toys. But yeah, I, I <laughs> if I get a two thousand dollars sex toy kit, I wanted to, like I want to use it like every other day, like <laughs> like just really use it for potential. Get it? Yeah, like get my money's worth. Well, because it's a BDSM kit, I think, and mm-hmm. so I mean, you gotta have a partner that's like willing to to play and and try that out with you. Every yeah, she had her. I think her boyfriend did, and like they did all these things and stuff like that, and. Uh, yeah, but I was like, she's got the best job ever. Like, <laughs> uh, that sounds like a pretty fantastic job. Yeah, and I, like, no to sponsor us. Can... <laughs> I know. I was like, there's no way you could like take, you know, send it back and be like, oh, this is great. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. once you have it, you have it. <laughs> it like I know. Job. We're gonna start. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna start going into reviews of different sex toys after this. <laughs> um, that would be amazing. Let's do it. I did. Um, I had a company send me their CBD loop the other day. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm going to go, I'm going to try that out and um, let them know what I think. But I was like, oh, this is fun. I enjoy this. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. I, and I'm like, yes, I think I want to try it too. <laughs> yeah. um, I'll send you, I'll send you a bottle. <laughs> okay. Do it. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of, there's like, we, we were going to talk about too, like the different positions that feel good in the female body. I feel like I kind of detoured us, but like mm-hmm. kind of within that clit stimulation, like the different positions that feel good in a female body. And you're more likely to like orgasm, which is really just at the end of the day, like, do you have clit stimulation? Like, mm-hmm. In whatever position so that's where like missionary but like if you're like partners like scooted up a little bit um mm-hmm. tends to like rub on that clit a little bit more or like you know any position where like you or your partner have access to like touching the clit um tends mm-hmm. to be really good but speaking of this is why i thought about this but like speaking of sex toys there's one called like um there's like the wii five i think there's like a bunch of different ones but it's like it's like a C-shaped couples vibrator um, that you like insert and it like touches your clit and like you can still have like penetrative sex, um, mm-hmm. but it like gets on your clit. And so that's like a really fun like sex toy to try out with like a partner, I feel like. Cause then you okay. don't have to awkwardly try to figure out mm-hmm. how to, you know, like, cause like sometimes you're like trying to figure out your arms and you're like, I cannot, like, it's just going to be uncomfortable to like get anywhere near like my, it or something you know <laughs> I like that visual <laughs> it does because sometimes it gets really awkward and you're like this is just uncomfortable to try mm-hmm. to like, reach this part of my body um so there are like some really great like couples vibrators out there too that um obviously like female body um specific but there's there's some fun 
fun um, sex toys that you can use with your with your partner too. Yeah. Do you think a lot of men or would be open or probably more open than you think when it comes to sex toys? I think so. I feel like if you have a good relationship and good communication, um, you know, it comes back to like, if your partner wants to like help you orgasm and they want to give you pleasure, they're going to be open. Um, I'm sure there is like, I don't think it's totally abnormal for a guy to like have his ego shattered if you suggest a sex toy but I think that's where like communication comes in mm-hmm. and if you like explain the female body and you know hopefully they're curious and open to listening to what you have to say um so it just takes good communication and making sure that you know everybody wants to give each other pleasure um mm-hmm. so I can definitely see it. like I've had I've definitely had clients who've had partners who were just like very anti that but there's also usually like other stuff going on within that whereas like they either have a lot of like insecurity in their own um kind of within their own bodies or they're kind of just not great partners um Mm -hmm. you know like pretty self-centered in other ways within the relationship so i think that like if you have good communication and your partner's like open and curious like it's uh, it's okay. Or like have them listen to this podcast episode and then explain to them that it's totally normal for for women to need a little extra help within that. I also think like I, if you say like oh men actually enjoy vibrations too. Like it's yeah. enjoyable for them as well. Yeah. That's so. the thing is like toys just add more fun and pleasure for like both people in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and that goes for like all types of relationships uh, on the um, sexuality spectrum. Like if you add toys, there's so many different toys that you can ha- add, whichever like body that you're in. Um, and it just adds more fun. Like give yourself permission to have fun and play and experiment. I feel like sometimes we take sex too seriously. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. There's like nothing serious about sex. Um Unless you're like having sex to like make a baby, but even then have fun with right. it. Um, right, exactly. Like make babies a whole lot easier when you're having fun with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but yeah, there's nothing like life or death within like sex. So like, why not have fun and like laugh and, you know, it gets awkward and silly and goofy and bring in toys and talk about it. And I don't know we make it way more serious and put way more pressure on it than it should. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. You ready for the speed round? Yeah. All right, renew speed round of different sex position. Okay. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, do you want to start? Yeah, missionary. Let's go basic. Yeah, I mean, hey, sometimes you just want like good old missionary. It's a There's a reason that it's like, like the most common um, position because there's something like really intimate about it, right? Like you get to see like your partner's face and, um, you know, like get access to kissing. And it is like, I mean, I think I mentioned earlier, like missionary, especially if like your partner's up a little bit, like it does tend to rub up against that clit a little bit more. So it can be like super pleasurable for 
for women. So we talked about like a lot of the other week about like uh, being vanilla and things like that, but mm-hmm. even still, like we talk about missionary being vanilla and even it, like being considered a vanilla position where it's just like so basic, but it's the, it's a, still one of the better positions, even yeah. if it's really like kind of easy to do. So it feels really good. <laughs> That's why yeah. people keep doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like it's one that like, you know, like, when you get like really complex into like sex positions, sometimes you can get really into your head because you're like sitting there trying to figure out how to get into your position or, you know, like sometimes you just want to like be chill and relax and just like have good old basic sex. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, all right. So this is not really a position, but like shower sex. I think if you have the right equipment for shower sex, yeah. shower sex is really complicated, uh, yeah. but I know they make like little like footstools and things like that. Or if you have a little like kind of step where you can kind of like be stable, it's fine. Yeah. But also like, depending on where the water hits, it could be really cold. <laughs> so and I'm not a huge fan of yeah. shower sex just because I think, you know, I really like to be right underneath the water and like the heat oh, like warm. That and like I think not having the water on me and like kind of being cold when you're on the outside is, you know, not very fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's one of those that, like, shower sex, beach sex, like, all of those that, like, sound really fun in theory, and then, unless you've planned it out really well, it's mm-hmm. uh, it's not actually as as fun and enjoyable. Right. Uh, it's like, maybe <laughs> a little fountain shower, a little footstool, like, stuff like that. I just, like, <laughs> planned out really well. Um, yeah. <laughs> Just take so maybe two water. shower heads, you know, something like that. Then it would be great. <laughs> if you don't have any of that stuff, no, you can leave it. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, doggy style. Um, yeah, I mean, because that's like a great one to get into a position where like you have access with like your hands not as quite as awkward. Um, and you do have access to like different parts and you can do like nipple play and clip play and like all kinds of mm-hmm. stuff um and there's something just like kind of raw and passionate about it too I feel like mm-hmm. yeah I think you know again another maybe like basic position but still yeah. great. <laughs> I mean like that's the thing is like the basic vanilla positions are basic positions for a reason because mm-hmm. like they tend to just feel good and they work well yeah um 69 I have, I don't know, because like, I feel like, you know, when I'm like, you know, giving head or something like that, I really want to be good at it. So I'm very yeah. excited about it. So then I don't really concentrate on my pleasure <laughs> when I'm trying to like, you know, I really just, I really want to be good at like a blowjob. <laughs> and I really want to get that person off that I'm not really concentrated on, you know, if somebody, you know, I feel like a lot of sex is very like in your head. Too, yeah like your for women your yeah right and if I'm not in the right like if I'm you know getting you know eaten out or something like that like I don't want to be in my head about it because then I won't enjoy it yeah like you know I'm trying to like give this person pleasure that I'm not really receiving the pleasure yeah so 
I think it's, it's too much. If I were not in my head too much about, you know, oral sex and stuff like that, I think I could be enjoy. Yeah. I feel like I'm too selfish. I mean, like the same reasons, like if I, you know, like I'm getting pleasure, like I want to be able to just like relax and enjoy it. Um, yeah. Cause like women are like, we do have to be like in that right headspace. And then same, like if I'm, you know, giving, like I want to be able to, you know, like there's kind of a, there's an enjoyment at like giving mm-hmm. somebody else pleasure. Um, and so like, I selfishly want to be like fully in the moment of like giving somebody else pleasure. Um, right. Like, so I feel like I'm, I'm too selfish to like, yeah, <laughs> that's a good way of putting it. I, yeah, I just, yeah, I wouldn't even say it's like, yeah, it's not even a selfish thing. I just like, I just want to make sure that, yeah, that person is, yeah. If I'm concentrating on if that person is enjoying it too, that I can't really enjoy myself. Yeah. So my head trying to concentrate on this thing. Yeah, uh, maybe I'm a bad multitasker or something. <laughs> I was gonna say, I'm like, I don't know. I feel like multitasking is not like, like you wouldn't sit there and do your bookkeeping while you're having sex. Like, don't multitask while you're having sex. Just be in the moment. Just enjoy, <laughs> enjoy giving and receiving pleasure. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Again, not really positioned, but public sex. Mm. Um, I don't know. I feel like I'm too much of a good girl. <laughs> like I'm just scared to like get busted and have like a record. Um, I don't know. I like the, I like being able to like, I think that's like the same for me at least. Like I would be too much in my head on, on that and wouldn't be able to like totally enjoy and relax. So. Yeah. I think like, it's just like when, whenever really times that you're not, like you're in public and you're alone, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like if you're an empty parking lot or something like that, then right. yeah, but there's not a lot of times where you're in an empty parking lot, right? right. <laughs> you're not like secluded off somewhere. Right. Uh, this reminds but, me yeah. of a story. Uh, this is totally off topic, but we have, um, when you like go up the side of the mountain that we live on, there's like a fire station and like a park and there's like a little parking lot and we were walking the dogs a while back and in the middle of like it was like in the middle of a weekday at like lunchtime and we walked by and there's this car in front of the fire station by the playground with this like couple just like straight up going at, at it and I'm like you are not like I don't know if you're having an affair or something but if you think you're being secretive you are not <laughs> I mean, lunchtime is such a time where people kind of go out and walk their dogs and stuff like that. Yeah. Or like, you know, a weird time, like 3 p.m. Maybe not. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh... but again, like some people think it's so exciting. So, you know, whatever floats your boat. But... Yeah. No, to them. <laughs> yeah. It's a great story for us. <laughs> um, uh, spooning, like the, like sex position. Yeah, not just like cuddles. <laughs> I think it's good. Um, it also depends on. I think a lot of it has to do with anatomy too. If it's enjoyable, yeah. I think like some people, some guys just don't have the anatomy for it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, so if yeah, it's a good position. If you if you can like you know figure it out for your body. Yeah, that makes sense. That is true because like it is. It's also like like or can be a very deep position. 
So like if you do have a little bit of like pain or tension or like discomfort within your pelvic floor, it can be, it can be an uncomfortable position um, too. So that's, that's absolutely like anatomy kind of both ways. Definitely mm-hmm. part in that one for sure. Yeah, but I, all for it, all for it. But yeah, you definitely have to, that one is something you do have to kind of figure out the right way to make it more pleasurable. Yeah, yeah. But when you figure it out, I feel like it's fun because it's like intimate and again, like access to like all of the fun body parts too, so. Mm -hmm. Okay, woman on top. Yes. I feel like that's like kind of the same, like, um, I know for a lot of my clients where like, they do have like tension in their pelvic floors. Cause again, it's like a super deep, um, position. It can be really uncomfortable, but like, it's a really empowering pose or position. And then like, it's fun and you get to be in control. So I feel mm-hmm. like it can be a really fun position. Yeah, I feel like a goddess on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's how everybody should feel. Goddess. <laughs> if you don't feel like a goddess on top, then, uh, you know, spend some time with yourself or get a better partner. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. Last one? Go for it. Wheelbarrow. I don't even know. I should have looked this up when I saw it on here. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. Describe wheelbarrow to me. I feel like I don't. Basically, like, yeah, like, it's like you're holding somebody's legs up and the woman is, like, kind of down. Okay. Uh, so, like, the woman's, like, almost, like, in a handstand position. Huh. The guy, her legs are up. Like a wheelbarrow. Like, you, like, you know, kind of like that concept. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, I mean, I, I feel like that could be fun. Um, probably, like, a deep position again, too. But, um could be fun to play with. I feel like that one you could get into your head a little bit too, just like trying to figure out. Position. I think anything that like you have to like hold yourself up and like use yeah. your muscles unless you're like, you know, super strong. Not like the great, not great for me. <laughs> like a workout in. Too concentrate on, yeah, too concentrate on holding myself up. I like hands are shaking <laughs> as you're like. I know, my arm. <laughs> Solid point, solid point on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so anything that like yeah doesn't make me like clench my muscles and use it like that I can't hold for a long time I don't want to do it <laughs> yeah yeah solid point yeah because then you're like all in your head and not relaxing mm-hmm. no. <laughs> um yeah so I like I like those um little inspiration here but let us know if there's you know, sex positions that you're all about or um, sex toys to recommend <laughs> um, we purchase for or go buy a vibrator for a friend. Mm-hmm. Um, about, a I love that idea. Don't know what your friend is going through. So definitely vibrators are great toys. Yeah, they're great gifts. We should definitely give give people more vibrators. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. And then we'll be back next week. All right. So exciting. See you guys. Bye.